Hello everyone, Cecil Martin here. Hey, this is Hunter Henry. What's up, man? This is Max Crosby, part of Raider Nation. Hey, this is Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Hey, it's Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks. Hey, this is Jerry Judah, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, and you're listening to the 14-yard NFL podcast. We're here. The final week of the regular season with four division titles still to be won and three additional wildcard spots up for grabs. This is the Full Time Yards NFL podcast and I'm your host Sam Moores and all 16 teams face a divisional opponent this week to close out the year and joining me is someone I'm sure you're all familiar with by now if you've been listening to the podcast all year. He's the co-host of our betting podcast. I'm of course talking about Liam Horsley. Welcome back to the pod Liam. Yeah hi mate. Uh, long time coming. I've missed a few uh, unfortunately with uh some stuff going on. So yeah, I'm glad to be back on. Talk about week 18, one of my favourite weeks. Uh, I found out yesterday as well, it's the most playoff implications we've had uh, going into mm. week 18 since they've done the seven-team playoffs. So should be a good week. And then wildcard's probably everyone's favourite week the week after. So yeah, it's a good time. Uh, it's a shame for the people that support the other teams who aren't going to be in the playoffs because you're kind of done now, aren't you, for like five months. But um, yeah, should be a, a good week 18 and then yeah, we'll see what happens after that. I think that's the the best thing about the NFL though, because there's always something to look forward to. Because you either you've had a terrible season, so you've got a high draft pick, or your, your coach gets fired, or so there's always something you know new that will happen over the next you know well, day or Monday. You're going to see coaches fired. You know you're going to have yeah. free agency in, in you know early March after the Super Bowl, and you, you know the draft time, and then it'll be then it'll be the season again. It's you know they like to spread it about <laughs> the NFL do. So there's always something to look forward to. Um, yeah, but yeah no, for for those teams that are in the playoffs, um, or you know hoping to get into the playoffs this week, yeah, it's a it's a really really interesting week uh, and we're going to be breaking down all of the games with something riding on them uh, before picking the winners in the rest of the games later on and there's only one place to start and that is on Saturday where week 18 begins with the Steelers heading to Baltimore needing a win to keep their playoff hopes alive uh, should they win and one of the Bills or Jaguars lose they will return to the playoffs as I'm missing out last year um They've won their last two games at home to Cincinnati and then in Seattle last week, putting them at 9-7, and seven, uh, which is another winning season for Mike Tomlin uh, with Mason Rudolph and QB as well, which is really impressive. Uh, he was actually quick to name Rudolph the starter for this week, benching a now healthy Kenny Pickett, which is very interesting. Um, he's practiced fully all week, um, but he will not play. Um, and yeah, it's just a weird situation for the Steelers because they lost three straight before that Saturday night game against uh, the Bengals where uh, George Pickens had a game. And they've had a ton of injuries um, and they're now on their third quarterback of the season. Uh, it's quite remarkable they've got here, isn't it, Liam? Because I don't think we expected this a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's strange because they were playing better than people thought and they were ahead of the the sticks in terms of winning percentage. Uh, then they had three losses, two to two win teams, I think it was. Mm. Um, and then it was like, okay, season's dead. And then they come back, third QB, and then win two in a row that, that really put them in playoff contention. So yeah, it's been a weird season for them. Um, and they've battled quite well to get here, I think. And I think, if you're a Steelers fan, you're quite confident that at least the run game looks a little bit better than it has for the last two years. Mm. Um, I'm not a Mason Rudolph guy, but he throws the ball down the field well enough so far. Um, Tomlin obviously likes him. Uh, Tomlin trusts him to throw the ball down the field more than he does Trubisky, which is which is a start. So yeah, um, this is an interesting game because it means so much to the Steelers. Uh, and they get to play first, which I think is a very mm. good thing for a Tomlin yeah. team because... You know he's going to be motivating and say, look, do your job, do your job, win, and then we can sit back, watch Sunday, see who loses, see if we get in. Um, i got a sneaky feeling they've got a chance of getting in if they win this game. Um, obviously, Ravens are going to be playing backups. But, mm. um, yeah, it's an interesting position for, for for the Steelers to be. George Pickens looks like he's got, kind of got a new lease of life in this uh, this offense <laughs> with, uh, with Rudolph. So we'll see what it looks like. But uh, I'm not expecting the highest scoring game, but I think that uh, Steelers can uh, can do a job if they play well. Yeah, and Pickens is like a spectacular catch guy. So when you've got a guy chucking the ball downfield, he's a perfect receiver for someone like Mason Rudolph. Um, now, obviously, the Steelers, as you said, they've still got a win to get in, uh, and you know, and they've yeah. got to hope for some help elsewhere as well. But as you mentioned, the Ravens are resting starters, including Lamar Jackson, who sealed MVP last week, uh, pretty much in a way. Uh, you know, but the Ravens have got such a roster that it's still going to be difficult because you know they are the one seed after all, and they've still got you know they're still you know, incredibly talented. Um, so yeah, it makes picking this game really difficult as you said mm. um yeah i obviously that's the thing as well 
it, you know, the city's going to be drilled for this. It's important to them. As for the Ravens, obviously they're playing for nothing really. They've got the one seed locked up. Uh, they're not going to play again till mid, you know, till mid January now as well. So that you know, um, so, so there's that as well. They've got a little bit of a break. So I'm um, I'm going to pick the Steelers to do it because I think obviously they're well drilled. Just what Mike Tomlin does, he wins these games. But I'm not confident in that at all. Um, you know, especially of the injuries they've got as well. You know, they've got the likes of uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ What a questionable, questionable. They'll play because they've been playing all yeah. year hurt but it's just they're not 100% um, and they've got Isaac Sumalo who's also he's uh, not practiced all week as well and he's you know the starting guard so there's that as well um, but I'm going to pick them to win uh, and then I'll wait to see if they can get in on Sunday what about you Liam? Yeah I'm going to pick them to win just because you don't know who's playing for the Ravens obviously um, Lamar's not going to play Flowers isn't going to play Odell's not going to play Clowney's no. not going to play um, no Carl Hamilton either there's quite a lot of yeah, players no Carl Hamilton still yeah Marlon Humphrey um, so they had a lot of injuries in the second anyway so yeah I'm with you I'm going to go for the Steelers to win uh, I don't think it'll be a high scoring game like I said earlier but I think they'll they'll win the game um, they might get in the playoffs they can actually lose and get in so they will be mm. the number 7 seed if the Titans beat the Jags and the Broncos beat the Raiders because of tiebreakers so even if they lose it would be the most Steelers thing in the world to lose and be the 7 seed um, but yeah I think they win the game and then we'll see what happens on uh, on Sunday but yeah this is a typical Tomlin game so yeah I'm going for Steelers Awesome. And the later game on Saturday night um, on, the, on the double header is a winning in game between the two AFC South teams that are currently second and third behind the Jaguars. Um, the winner of this game will also momentarily, momentarily lead the AFC South before Jacksonville play on Sunday. Uh, and if Jacksonville lose that game, then it will be the winner um, of the AFC South and they will play as the four seed. Obviously, if the winner of this game gets into the playoffs regardless, they'll... Um, the Colts are the home team currently uh, and are currently the seven seed after winning against the Raiders last week. Uh, the Texans are on the outside looking in in, um, in eighth place in the AFC, but they're actually the favourites in this game uh, despite losing to the Colts in week two. Now, since then, both these teams are completely different. The Colts started that game with Anthony Richardson, who scored two rushing touchdowns before going out of concussion. Um, and the Texans have come on leaps and bounds too since then. CJ Stroud has wrapped up Rookie of the Year pretty much. Their offensive line has got a lot healthier um, and their defense has got better too. Um, but the Texans are also the most injured of the two teams. Uh, mm-hmm. with Noah Brown and Jonathan Grenard already ruled out. Laramie Tunsil and Will Anderson are questionable, um, although I think they probably will play. So it's just a fascinating game, isn't it, this one? Because I, I like watching both of these teams, and right now I'd rather probably watch both of these teams than some of the other teams that are in the wildcard hunt um, in the playoffs. It's a shame we're probably only going to have one of them. Well, we are only going to have one of them. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's one of the games of the week for sure, this one, because there's just so much riding on it, isn't there, Liam? Yeah, it's probably three games that I say are like the top three, and this is uh, definitely definitely one of them. Um, two fun teams, obviously know each other well, been in the same division. Uh, we were talking about this on our pod earlier, and um, Colts were kicking themselves. They lost to the Falcons in like a blowout <laughs> two weeks ago, and uh, they'd be done and dusted now in the playoffs with that that 10th win. Um, so yeah, they'll be kicking themselves. I think coaching staff-wise as well, both these staffs have done an incredible job, um, and they deserve to be in the playoffs as well. Um and to do this with a backup QB for the Colts has just been one of the better seasons I think they've seen a first-year head coach have in the NFL in uh, Shane Steichen. So, yeah, it's a fun game. I think they're, pl- they're going to play differently. I think Colts are going to run it first down, run it second down, see what we can do on third down. Texans cannot run the ball at all. So, DJ, <laughs> let's drop back and throw it 45 times and have some fun. The, the complete opposite styles, really, on how both these two teams play. So, it should be an exciting game. Um, it, to be the four-seed, six- or seven-seed as well adds a bit of jeopardy to it. And uh, obviously, you're a Dolphins fan. I'm a Chiefs fan, so there's a chance that uh, we could play one of these two teams. And I know, for me, I don't know how you feel, but I would avoid the Texans. If you had, mm-hmm. if you gave me, you got these teams that could get in. Steelers, obviously Bills as well, but Steelers, Texans, or Colts. Texans are the, the worst team to play for me. I think they can be that good on their day. Well, the Dolphins are really good at stopping the run, and uh, so that's will give me confidence against the Colts. And as for the Texans, yeah, I'm not. I I completely agree with you there. Um, it's really hard to try pick a winner in this one. You know, when that's yeah. the case, I normally go quarterback, and obviously CJ Stroud. You know, he has burst onto the scene this year. Uh, Gardner Minshew has played, you know, very well at points, but he has also had a, a lot of turnovers in him, and a lot of turnovers probably should have. That should have happened that haven't happened as well so it has been it's been the full garden winter experience um but you know, i'm gonna go f- i'm gonna go for a start to have a game i think he's gonna fire houston into the playoffs uh, and then they'll be waiting um to see what happens in jacksonville ne- on or the next day on, on sunday um what about you liam 
Yeah, I'm going to go for the Texans as well, uh, similar to you. Uh, I'm a big CJ guy. I had him as the best quarterback in that draft class. So I'm a fan of him. So, yeah, I'm going to go. They win it. I actually do think it'll be a high-scoring game, a bit of a shootout, fourth quarter kind of. Either you drive in to get to 10-point lead or you're driving to come back. I think that'll be what happens in the game. So, yeah, Texans win for me, and then we'll see what happens in uh, in Jacksonville to see if they finish 4-6 or 7. And that leads us, leads us on nicely because, as Liam just mentioned, the winner of that game could also have a home playoff game and, and obviously win the AFC South title if the Jags lose to the Titans. Now, all the Jags need to do is win, and, and they have the four seed wrapped up, lose to Tennessee, and they, it gets complicated. They could actually miss the playoffs entirely. So, um, really, really weird situation. And, and it's just so weird how they've got it because they seem to shoe in when sitting at 8-3 and three after back-to-back in-division wins over uh, over you know these teams, creating a really hefty advantage over second place. Uh, but, but then Trevor Lawrence got hurt uh, and they lost four games in a row, uh, leading to last week where they beat Carolina to stop that slide last week and remain atop of the division. Uh, and that's at home as well. And the Jaguars struggled at home this year, which is which was an interesting thing. They, but uh, they, they took... They, took control of their of their business um and yeah they're now in a situation where they've got to beat the titans uh division opponent of course to get in if not they could be out of the playoffs um and they may still be about lawrence in this one too he's missed last week's win um obviously cj Buffett, Buffett played last week and his, his shoulder injury is still day to day um he has practice but he's been limited in practice this last couple of weeks and uh, doug peterson today has, said, has still said that it's going to be a game time decision so we don't know if he's going to play although i probably would hazard a guess that he does play just because of how meaningful yeah. it is um uh they were going to have Christian Kirk back, which is uh, huge for them. He was activated off IR this week. He's practiced as well because um, they've really missed him the last couple of weeks that he's been on IR four weeks. Uh, those four losses have come when Christian Kirk has been on IR. Um, but I just don't think they win this game. You know, if the rumours are true and, and Mike Vrabel is to lead the Titans, because I, I think it's, uh, you know, I don't get it at all, but, um, you know, I think it's to screw you to, you know, to higher ups, in-division win, like I've seen so many times in Week 18 before, um, you know, and especially if Will Levis plays, which it sounds like he might now because he has practice this week. Um, I've just got a sneaky feeling that the, the Titans are going to do it, which means that Houston, in my opinion, will win the AFC South. <laughs> Well, I picked the FC South winner Texans about five weeks ago, so I hope you're right, because that makes me look good <laughs> on, our, on our podcast. Um, yeah, I think the Jags are going to win, um, but I would usually say Vrabel. I just don't think that the um, performance the last five, six weeks defensively for the Titans has kind of done as much as you'd hope with that team. Well, um, other than the Miami game. That's the, that, that game they just turned up out of nowhere. But Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and a lot of that was just that Will Levis kind of crazy comeback in the fourth, you know what I mean, mm. rather than the old-style Mike Vrabel defensive performances. But even but yeah, then, right. they were they were, um, they were the most... Um, they had the most sacks and most pressures um, against the Dolphins O-line all season. And they played, they played some really, really good defences, which is quite a good stat. So, so yeah, they just turned up in that game. Yeah, Simmons was really good that game. Mm. Um but yeah, I would normally always pick Titans, but I just can't pick Vrabel this time. I'm going to go with the Jags and go with Trevor Lawrence. I've, they, I've not really got anything to go on because they've let me down time in, time out again mm-hmm. for, the, for the Jags this whole season. Um, but especially if Tannehill plays, I just think Trevor Lawrence is is good enough to get this done injured. Um, the Titans, historically good at stopping the run, haven't been very good at stopping it the last couple of weeks. Um, so we'll see if they run the football with uh, ETN and... Uh, Thank Bigsby, but yeah, I'll go Jags. But it would not shock me to see the uh, see the Titans uh, win this game. Jags can also get in, by the way, with a loss. But similar scenario, they need yeah. Raiders to beat the Colts and uh, Ravens to beat the Steelers as well. So, and um, they ran the ball really well last week as well with Travis Etienne. A really long run down the right sideline. So, um, so that that's a that's a, a a thing to watch as well in this one. Uh, just before we get on get on to the uh, the next division, what do you think about Vrabel? Do you do you think they actually are going to fire him? Because like we, we keep, I keep seeing it everywhere. It's weird. Like the last two years have been have not been great, but mm. it's just like they obviously two years before that he was you know coach of the year. So it's just it's just a weird scenario, isn't it? Yeah, I think it depends how you read the rumours, but for the rumours saying like he could leave, I wonder if that's more his decision than their decision. Mm. I'd be very well, shocked. There's rumours he fell out with the with the GM and the owner. And I've been reading that too. But yeah, and that's a new GM. That, that's a new GM mm. as well that he helped bring in as well. Um, I think they'd be stupid to do it. I don't think they'd do it, but if they have another season like this, then it, it could get to that point and it could be a situation. I don't compare the two because one's way better, but like Andy Reid 
did well in Philly, but it just got to the point where it was too much. Mm. Goes to another team, does really well. I think he could do that with another franchise, but I don't think it'll be this summer, personally. Um, I feel like he could stay and wait and see what he has in, in Levis and, and kind of build around that team because they've got a lot of cap space this year compared to what they've had since he's been there in the past. Um, so, yeah, I think they'd be stupid to get rid of him. I think he's a very, very good coach. But, yeah, if someone offered him a big deal, Patriots or someone like that, then maybe he takes it. But, yeah, I don't mm. think they'll fire him, personally. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens on Monday, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Monday okay. or Sunday night, wasn't it, late? But... Mm, yeah. Right, we'll get into the NFC South now, uh, where well, it's just it's just mental because it's another division that could be won by uh, any one of the three teams left in it: uh, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Um, and it's a funny division, isn't it? Because all these teams have just looked terrible at times this year, haven't they? Literally all of them, but they're all still within chance of getting a home playoff game. It's just mm-hmm. mental how bad the division's been this year, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a bad one, and I think also. I don't want to say it's been good, but they played each other quite well in terms of like who's beating each other. Um, mm. It's really stopped that one team kind of running away from it. Even if you look last week with the Saints defense, how well they played against the Bucks. Um, not many teams in the division have been able to slow them down, but they've managed to do it. And uh, yeah, it's one of the more entertaining divisions to talk about this year for the whole podcast, but uh, I wouldn't say it's a high quality division. It's just been entertaining because <laughs> teams can lose to anyone. Teams can beat anyone. Um but I think the team that are rightfully at the top of the moment are probably the best team. But we'll see, obviously, after this weekend if they can get the job done. Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? After Tampa Bay lost to New Orleans last week, we have both the Bucks and the Saints at eight and eight, and both at three and two in Division Two, with the Bucks retaining the lead of the division uh, because they have a better in-conference record, um, and that's the only thing that separates those two teams. Um, all the Bucks need to do to win the division is beat the Panthers in Carolina, and they'll make their fourth straight playoff appearance and win their third straight division title. Um, obviously, the, the, the wild card appearances when they actually went on to go win the Super Bowl as well. So that'd be, uh, that's four uh, four really impressive playoff runs other than well, last year where they got knocked out straight away um, because of the because of the offensive line uh, but before we get into whether the Bucks can you know get you know get in as well win the division first talk about the other two teams that can win the division because um, well, it, it, it's, it's it's just a weird scenario with both of them uh, the Saints and the Falcons play in New Orleans on Sunday uh, where the Saints are favourites in this one um, and obviously now we mentioned the Saints were tied with the Bucks meaning that a win and a Bucks also seen the win their first division title since 2020. Um, but there's another team in the race, and that's the Falcons, who, despite having a 7-9 and record, uh, will win a division with a victory on Sunday and a Tampa Bay loss because they have the best in-division record of all of them. Uh, so if all the teams are 8-9, the Falcons will win a division. So they are still there. They've been hanging on for weeks now, even though they've been terrible. Um, and it's so weird because... You know, the Saints have won three of the last four. The Falcons have lost three of the last four. Um, but the Falcons beat the Saints at home in week 12. And that was, a, that was a, you know, two wins ago for them. So it's, it's, you know, that's, that's six weeks ago. They've only won two, two since then. And yeah, it's just so weird just trying to think about what's going to happen. I, I just, I don't think the Falcons are going to win this time though. You know, I find it mad that I'm saying this, but I just, I actually trust the Saints a ton of it more. And I've been saying all year that I don't trust the Saints, which is just weird. But um, And that's bearing in mind as well, the fact that Alvin Kamara hasn't practised all week for the Saints, so he's probably not going to play as well. Um, so I'm picking them to win. And I think being in the Superdome probably helps that as well. Because, um, yeah, it's at home. I normally go to the home team if I can't really pick and can't really decide who's going um, to win. Um, and yeah, I think, give, give me give me the Saints to win this one, but I'm not confident in that at all. <laughs> Yeah, in our podcast, we, we do the spreads. So Falcons plus three and a half is what I picked. Mm. But they don't need to win the game to cover the exactly. spreads for that. Yeah. So mm. In terms of winning the game, uh, I don't really know. I'd probably lean Falcons, but that's my Derek Carr hatred coming through. Um, but yeah, <laughs> anyone can win that game. Uh, the Saints don't even need a, uh, a loss. They could be the seventh seed no. if the Packers and Seahawks lose as well. So it's a huge game for the Saints. They, they kind of know win and we've got two chances of getting in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, Arlene Falcons just because Saints struggled to stop the run before last week. And uh, Arthur Smith, weird head coach, but knows how to design a good run game. So I think they'll be able to run the ball on the Saints. Um, but yeah, this will be a weird game. There'll be a punt return touchdown. There'll be a safety. There'll be a change mm. of quarterback mid-game. Um, it should be fun so to watch. But yeah, yeah, it's not going to be the highest quality, uh, highest quality game. I think these two teams would make the playoffs worse to watch for us as a neutral uh, on Wildcard Weekend for sure. Uh, yeah, and that, that's the thing. I 
well, I don't think either of them are going to win the division because I think Tampa are going to win. I'm picking mm-hmm. them to win against Carolina. But again, I don't think it'll be a plain sailing victory, especially if obviously Baker Mayfield doesn't play. That you know he has practice this week, so I think he will play, um, especially yeah. how meaningful it is for the Bucks. But yeah, he is. He's you know he took a really really big um, hit to the ribs last week. So so um, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah yeah. So it's going to be difficult for him to to um to play at the same level. Um. Yeah, obviously it's a division game after all, and the Panthers' offense has had its moments in the second half of the year, especially you know, um, especially that, that game-winning drive against the Falcons, and then they they put thirty past the Packers the week after as well. Um, before that, that uh, well, they got shut out against Jacksonville. Um, but yeah, no, I think I'm I think for them, you know, weird team end of the year. I just I think I I'm gonna pit them to cover, you know, but I don't think the uh, I don't think they win this game just because. I don't know. I mean, I've been impressed with Bryce. You know, the last couple of weeks more than you know I was at the start of the year. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not putting all my faith in Caroline to win because I, I can't. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, give me uh, give me Tampa Bay to win and Silver Division. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I think the Bucks will win the game. Um, even with Baker Mayfield, I think they'll run it okay. Check downs to Rashad White. Defense might score some points. Even though you're right, Bryce and stuff have played better. This still three or four drives that just go tragically wrong every game. Uh, <laughs> and the Bucks defense didn't look good last week, but they have had their their moments. Anton Wilford Jr. looks really, really good. So it uh, wouldn't surprise me if they picked him off. So yeah, I'll go Bucks. I actually think they probably do cover the spread, win by a touchdown. Um, and they play the Eagles, and my co-host is uh, an Eagles fan on our pod. And uh, yeah, when you when you talk to them, you're like, okay, who do you want to play the least? He's always like, yeah, Bucks for sure. They're by far the mm. biggest scoring 35 points on the Eagles defense. So yeah, let's get the Bucks in the playoffs. Make it more fun for all us neutrals for the NFC. I think they can beat the Eagles as well. I, I, I you know, the way, the way yeah. it's going, they like, could do. Yeah, his view is the Bucks are the only team that they could beat. As in, like oh. he'd be worried. He'd be worried about the Packers. He'd be worried about the yeah. Rams. Um, but he thinks they can beat the Bucks just because yeah, the Bucks are terrible at stopping the run. Obviously, you know what the Eagles are yeah. going to do run it down your throat. So yeah, they could definitely beat them. Um, Maybe at home as well. And uh, Todd Bowles made Jane Hurts look stupid once before, so he might do it again. Um, but yeah, I think the Bucks win this game quite comfortably. And then, yeah, we'll see what Carolina do in the offseason because between the owner, no head coach, and very small, tiny quarterback, they've got a lot of decisions to make. So we'll see. And as you mentioned, that might not be the end of the road for the Saints as well. They can still get in as a wildcard team. So they'll have that eye on the late window in this, uh, in this um, Sunday slate as well because... The Packers and the Seahawks play on mm-hmm. the on the late window. Uh, so, but before we get into the NFC World Cup race, um, the NFC East winner is still yet to be decided. Um, although we saw a huge swing in the Cowboys' direction last week after the Cardinals upset the Eagles in Philly, and after Dallas, with a bit of help from the referees, uh, <laughs> beat Detroit on Saturday night. Um, all Dallas need to do now to have potentially two playoff games at home is beat Washington and as I've spoken about before they're a threat in that stadium but they have to go on the road to do that which is something they struggle with all year obviously a three and five on the road which might leave the door open for the Eagles who head to the Giants at the same time um it's not given they beat the Giants either because they struggled against them on Christmas Day and mm-hmm. again they've just lost to the Cardinals so, so it's, just, it's just a whole weird scenario before we pick our winners in these games Liam it's just fascinating how we've got here isn't it and how we've ended, we just how we've ended up here because yeah, it's been flip flip flop probably since about midway through the season. Yeah, it has been interesting as well um, because I think Cowboys were quite well fancied at the start of the of the season as well to so do really well, started strong and then kind of dipped. The Eagles were playing well and they lost one game at that point. And then the Eagles now dipped. Cowboys have come into form and then they've got the whole drama of can they beat a good team you know, in terms of the Dolphins' loss and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's been one of the more wild divisions, but this division is always like this. No one wins it back to back hardly. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a bit of a crazy one. At one point, I thought they were the two best teams quite clearly in the NFC. Um, and then, yeah, they've just both been up and down for different reasons. Uh, Dallas defense has gotten worse. Philly offense has gotten worse. Uh, and defense has stayed pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been an interesting one. Um, both teams are going to have to improve, I think, to have a chance of uh, beating the 49ers. But um, we'll see. This game is important for both teams. They both need to win. One for the division. Well, both for the division. But... The Eagles just need to win just to get back on the right track for the playoffs because they can't lose another game and, and go in negatively. And Dallas just want to win to say they've won on the road and and got the two seed. So, yeah, fascinating weekend for both teams that must win games. 
And exactly as as you said, Liam, the, you know the Eagles have lost four in the last five games. Which mm-hmm. as you know, as a team that not only has eleven wins but also a team that's going to the playoffs, that is quite some some stat. You know that probably you know might never have happened. I don't know. Um, my team's done it as well. So. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you've also got a team that has lost seven straight in Washington going against the Cowboys. So it's probably difficult to pick either team with the form they've been in. That being said, the Eagles are way more talented than the Giants. So, yeah, they probably they need this as well. So I'm going to pick them to win this game. And you'd like to think they'd be able to sort themselves out as well after another humbling loss last week against the Cardinals. Mm. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't think they'll be winning division because I think the Cowboys surely can't lose this game against the Washington team that could be about Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller and Curtis Samuel. Um, you know, three pretty big names for their team. Um, yeah, they, they should, And also... You know, uh, yeah, you know, again, a team that's lost seven straight games. It'd be so cowboys to lose that game and lose the division because of it, but I just, I just can't see it happening. So yeah, I'm gonna pick Dallas to win the division. Yeah, same. I can't see it happening. Um, I got Dallas going to the Super Bowl, had them win the division. So sits to my guns. My guy Dak still playing well. So yeah, I'll, mm. I think the Cowboys are gonna win. I, I agree with you that I think Philly will win as well, um, which is important for the playoffs because I don't think you want these two teams going in off a loss, and we don't want the NFC just to be obvious the whole no, way through already yeah. we want some surprises so uh yeah i think both teams win um i think dallas wins quite comfortably probably ron rivera's last ever game as a nfl head coach it's got um, to be he, surely has to be yeah it will right. be i think i think he'll be the one you find out about after the game could be a retirement yeah. you know kind of make mm. his own decision he is a lot older um and just go out his own way um yeah, and from the Philly side, I think they win and they could win comfortably, but it would not shock me if it was still a tight game in the fourth quarter. Um, I don't think the offense will fix itself in this game uh, against Wink. I think the run game will be good, but the pass game will still be up and down as it's been all year. But I don't think the Giants have got enough on offense to to beat them. So, yeah, I think both teams win. And then we have Dallas two seed, Philly five seed. Uh, the the key for the Eagles is starting off very, very well because in the second half, they just can't. They can't play football. It's so weird. Like the you know, all their losses, they've led at half time and then ended up, yeah, you know, en- ended up losing all of them, all those games. Um, which is just just weird. Just such a weird thing. They just you know they can be up two scores, three scores, and end up losing games. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, they're just in game adjustments just haven't been at it this year. And obviously, the two new co- coordinators who wandered before the year for that would be. You know, a big issue. Well, it has been a big issue, and um, way more than I think any of us thought it would be as well, because they've kept a lot of the players still, you know, or at least you know, replaced players that are at the same level. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, yes. They've certainly they were the story of you know coming into the season, and yeah, they really are a story uh, going into the playoffs as well, but for the complete wrong reasons. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's it. The, the Dallas Cowboys will win the NFC East, and then we'll go on to the NFC Wild Card. Um, places where both the Seahawks and the Packers are fighting out for the final NFC wildcard spot uh, with the Rams and the NFC East loser so in uh, in this case it would be Philadelphia already in the wildcard um, uh, places you know, secured and everything um, the Packers are currently in that 7 seed after their win against the fellow, player, uh, fellow playoff chasing Vikings last week who aren't out of it but they need a miracle to happen for them to get into the playoffs um, but they, <laughs> they need to, just, uh, to need to win to secure their spot otherwise Seattle or possibly New Orleans as we said, can sneak in. Um, but they do have a very tough opponent in the Bears, who obviously the, the Packers demolished in week one. We were there. We, we both watched this game together. It was just funny watching Ollie Darcy uh, react because he didn't know <laughs> what was going on. Um, but yeah, the Bears, game. yeah, the, the Bears are a completely different team from that. They've won four of the last five games and they've beaten two teams that are still alive in the playoff mix as well. Um, and they went toe to toe with eleven five Cleveland Browns. I probably should have beaten them as well. They probably should have beaten the Lions the um the first mm. game as well. So so they've yeah. been very very good recently, which is weird to say. That being said, the Bears have won just one of their last fifteen games against the Packers. Um, but obviously that's you know all those games were with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but yeah, what a potential end of the season for Bears fans because not only do they have the number one overall pick, they've won four of the last five games, and they can now ruin the Packers season. Yeah, pretty much single-handedly. What a, what a time to be a Bears fan, surely. Yeah, yeah, it feels a bit like last year with the Lions. Um, ironically, mm. it also involved the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks won in the day. For some reason, they put the Lions on at night, which meant the Lions couldn't make the playoffs, but if they win, Packers' season was ruined. Mm. Lions go in, go for every fourth down, go for two, uh, win, and, and cost the Packers the playoffs. Now the Bears get a chance to do the same. And arguably, 
there's a bigger rivalry this way because uh, the Bears hate the Packers even more than the Lions do just because of how many times Aaron Rodgers has beaten them and uh, mm. that famous scene where he says that he owns Chicago and stuff. So I know he's not there anymore, but they won't forget that that was the team that, 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 that it happened for. So yeah, for me, you're a Dolphins fan, so you'd be biased. But for me, this is the best game for me, the most fun game mm. uh, that, that I'm looking forward to because of the two mm. offences, uh, how much they're going to go for it, my love for Justin Fields. Um, I think we'll go to picks in a minute, but I think this game will be high scoring and it'll be fun. Uh, and you're right, great time to be a Bears fan. First overall pick, top 15 pick, chance to ruin the season. Players seem like they love Fields. Players seem like they love Iberflus as well. Um, mm, and then the trade, scenario. yeah, and then mm. the trade they did with Washington as well has definitely worked out short term. Uh, obviously, long term we'll see, but short term defense has been top five unit in the NFL since they made the trade for Sweat. So, uh, yeah, great position to be in. Obviously, Packers with a young QB though, it's a good position for them to be in. Win, get in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, they'll either be, I think, the six or the seven seed, depending on what happens with Lions Rams. Um, so yeah, it's a good position for both franchises. It should be a fun, high scoring game. I hope. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, you know it's. It's weird of the Bears in 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 general as well because you know it wasn't just Matt Abrams who was getting a lot of criticism. It was Luke, it was Luke Getzey, obviously the offensive coordinator, and you know since halfway through the season, they their offense has just transformed. That you know they've especially the on script stuff. They've been brilliant right at the start mm-hmm. of games. You know they're scoring pretty much every single time they get the ball first. Um, uh, you know or at least on their first drive. And you know the other thing as well with the you know the Bears is like. We saw this on them at the end of last year, and they just didn't do it at the start of this year, and then they're back to what they were doing at the end. Of, it's, it's just it's like if they would have kept the, you know what they've been doing the whole time on offense the whole season, yeah, you know, they they could be in the playoffs by now. It's just you know it's just a whole weird thing with them, isn't it? Yeah, and they started an awful quarterback whilst Justin Fields was out as well. Yeah. So if he doesn't get injured, mm. they, if he doesn't get injured, they, we're talking about a four, three or four five team race for the NFC here and uh, Bears would probably be winning this game and hoping for a Seahawks loss and they'd be in the playoffs mm. themselves. So, um, yeah, it is a shame and um, we'll see what happens next season. This is going to be one of the biggest summers for them. Uh, obviously, two yeah, first round They picks. could be new coach as well. You know, we, that's the thing, really. We just don't know what they're going to look like. New yeah. quarterback. Yeah, it's just such a, what, what yeah. a weird season for the, uh, you know, off season it's going to be for the Bears. Yeah, if they win this game, I think, Yes, yeah, no. I don't think there's no way you get they change the head coach. Um, quarterback's a different decision, but uh, I, I personally think, regardless, he prefers to stay. In. It seems like the team absolutely loves him. Um, mm. The offense loves Fields, but a GM could make a different decision. Uh, I'm biased as being a Fields guy, so um, no, I'm, but, yeah. we all are. I think most of us are. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd keep him as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I would keep him as in uh, if I put my analytical hat on. They probably should take a quarterback number one, but because I love Fields. I just want to see him stay and mm. them add another weapon in the first round, them add another three offensive linemen in free agency and then <laughs> them make the NFC playoffs be the new Lions. That's the plan, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, should be a fun game and uh, yeah, there's loads of good players on offense in this game. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be an exciting high scoring game. I think the Bears are going to win. So that's my uh, my shout. Justin Fields is going to throw for 250 and rush for 100 and uh, have the game of his life. Uh, I just think they win the game. I don't think the Packers defense can stop him. Yes, I have, a, I, have a very, I have a very similar view, actually. But before we get into uh, my prediction, we'll go through the Seattle game first. Um, mm. And after last week's loss at home to the Steelers, they fell out of the wild card places, um, you know, and now probably unlikely. I think they, they had a 70% chance at the start of the day. They have about a 20% chance now of making the playoffs. So it's a, it a crucial loss that um, for Seattle. Um, but, you know, should Chicago do them a favour, as you're predicting, Liam, you know, they can get in with a win in Arizona. Then again, again, this isn't exactly going to be straightforward for the Seahawks because the Cardinals have been difficult to beat at home this year. You know, they've beaten the Cowboys in that building. They've, you know, they've played a lot of teams close in that building, and obviously they've won a few games in there as well, three games in there as well. Um, and they've just beaten the Eagles in Philadelphia as as well. Um, again, with the Jags at six and three, the Seahawks looked an almost dead cert as a wild card team, uh, but unfortunately, you know. I'm actually not so sure they even end of a winning record right now. You know they're eight and eight at the minute, uh, let alone reach the play- reach, you know, reach the playoffs. I'm going to go for an Arizona win. Uh, you know the, the Seahawks defense has been weird. You know they've had a ton of injuries, and I'm sorry to say it, they don't look that well coached. You know, they, you know compared to the Cardinals anyway, it looks, it's just weird. They've just crumbled, um, and obviously the injuries have been a big factor. But you know they've got so many personnel, you know weird personal stuff on that defense. Whether it's Jamal Adams or you know um, you know uh, what's his name, you know the DB. Um, as well and it just 
it just seems so odd. And um, you know, I didn't think I'd see this from a sort of Pete Carroll coach team post Russell Wilson anyway. Um, so yeah, it's it's odd. So I'm gonna pick the Steelers to win this. Uh, sorry, the Cardinals win this game, which then leaves the Packers, you know, with a win, and you know they're in lose, and the Saints get a final wild card spot. Um, I've no one wants to predi- watch. No yeah. one wants to watch that. <laughs> no, but I've gone out there with my prediction so far, and I'm fancying continuing that streak on. So I'm, I'm a big Justin Fields fan. I think he establishes himself as the best franchise QB, as you said, Liam, in this game. I think he's going to eliminate the Packers out of the playoffs and put the Saints into the uh, the seven seed. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said earlier, I spoiled my prediction. Uh, I think the Bears are going to win. Uh, I do think it'll be a close game, really high scoring, but Bears will win. Uh, I think the Seahawks do the business and beat the Cardinals mm. probably by a field goal. Knowing the Seahawks. Yeah, it's going to be close. That's the thing. That's yeah, it'd be a very close game. Probably also high scoring, uh, potentially, mm. uh, with how bad the Seahawks defense has looked. Long term, I don't trust their defense a... whatsoever anymore. No, long term, they've got a lot of work to do. Um, mm. They're in a weird position because they're too good every year to to truly kind of rebuild and they got Witherspoon out of nowhere and that's a positive but um, yeah I just don't think the Cardinals are going to do it again um, their offensive coordinator also has had an incredible season on script mm. they score a lot they've run the ball incredibly well um, and look, but... you look at the school possession players they have as well and you've got like Michael Wilson and Greg Dortch starting out here every week you're just like you know and Trey McBride you know is like you know, as one of you know Carla's most favourable weapons I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing them with you know with good players good players know. yeah which they could get. They got two first round picks as well, haven't mm. they? So, um, but yeah, I think the Seahawks win. I do think it's very, very close. Um, and then in my scenario, Seahawks would would get in, uh, and thankfully Saints would miss out. Um, <laughs> we'd have to see Derek Carr in the playoffs. Seahawks offense actually still playing pretty well. The problem is their yeah. tackle. They just have so many injuries on the offensive line that that yeah, seems Abraham to Lucas is hurt again. So that's not yeah. that's not great for them. Jason Peters is hurt as well. You know, even as a backup guy, that's not very good because he's going to play if Jason Peters can't go. And it's just like yeah, he's their <laughs> he's their third. He's their third yeah. tackle. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Third. If if you're missing two year tackles, he's you know he's your fourth string tackle starting opposite Charles Cross. Then yeah, there'd be a lot of pressure. But yeah, Gino will still throw the ball down the field on on the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be a close game. But yeah, fancy yeah. Uh, Seahawks to win and uh, and Bears to win in the other game. Uh, and I think the Bears game will be the most exciting game for most people because a lot of people aren't going to stay up, obviously, to watch that one AM game. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I think it'll be the game that I'll be, I'll enjoy watching most. Just to, just put it that way. I think I don't know if I'll, I think the Dolphins Bills game is the best game, but I don't know if I'll enjoy it as much. Um, yeah, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll get onto that game now. Um, you know, before we put the rec- winners and the rest of the games um, that don't have so much riding on them, this is it, the big game. You know, game well, the game that finishes the regular season on Sunday night mm-hmm. football is an all AFC East affair, uh, with plenty riding on it, too. Uh, because after last week's loss to Baltimore, the Dolphins, who have led the division pr- uh, pretty much from start to finish, failed to wrap up their first home playoff game since 2008, meaning that the Buffalo Bills, who have won five of their last six games, travel to Miami, knowing that a victory uh, will win them their fourth straight division title, um, out of absolutely nowhere. Um, the Dolphins had odds, uh, you know, percentage chance of winning the division, you know, almost above ninety percent at one point, but they couldn't get the, the job done against the Titans, um, and that really set the this scenario up, and you know, with them beating the Cowboys but failing to beat the Ravens, um, yeah, uh, but it's weird for Buffalo there because a loss could see them miss the playoffs entirely, um, and that would be the first time since two thousand and eighteen as well, uh, Josh Allen's rookie year. As for Miami, well, they're in, they got in after beating the Cowboys, but they have to win the division. Otherwise, they're a wildcard team that is probably heading to Arrowhead uh, because the Browns would win out on the tiebreaker there and they are locked into the five, five seed. Um, so there's so much riding in this game. Yeah, <laughs> Both teams are just heading in completely different directions, aren't they, Liam? It's, uh, it's, it's quite something. A little bit, but the Bills haven't been great either. <laughs> they were not no, great against... No, they've just been winning games. That's, that's, they've been winning games. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, they uh, were not great against the Patriots. I think Josh Allen only threw it eight times against the Cowboys. Uh, they shouldn't have beat the Chiefs. Um, Dolphins obviously should have beaten the Titans, barring like a, a, a collapse. Had probably one of the worst performances of the entire season last week. So yeah, these two teams are all over the place. It's like the highs are probably the highest, uh, highest in the league, or a bit more higher on Buffalo. But the lows have just been really low <laughs> for both teams. Um, and it's weird as well because both teams' defenses middle of the season pretty awful, and they've just trended up and up and up. And then Dolphins get more injuries. So now what are they going to look like on defense? Uh, mm. Bill's offense kind of fixed itself, got worse, fixed itself, got worse. Uh, Dolphins offense have been quite 
quite consistent, um, but the big plays have obviously slowed down a lot compared to the first six weeks. So, yeah, both these teams are all over the place. Um, and they'll still be fancying themselves as Super Bowl winners, Super Bowl contenders. Um, but, yeah, this is a pretty important game for both teams in terms of the uh, home field advantage. Miami, don't fancy them to win many road games. Because you have to think about it, one playoff win is great, but the idea is to get to the Super Bowl. If you yeah. lose it, you probably have to play three road mm. games to get there. Or in cold it. environments as well. Uh, the Dolphins, their heat... That you know the the heat in Miami is an advantage that they you know that's why they're so good at home and not very good away. So if they have to go to Arrowhead, go yeah. to Baltimore, go to you know go to Buffalo, you know you know in a game one of three games, and that's not great at all, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's the order it would have to be in. And even if Buffalo lose, it would be the Browns probably in mm-hmm. that scenario. Um, it's unlikely it would be the Jags how it'd work out. So, um, yeah, and similar for Buffalo as well. They, they haven't got the greatest away away record in the playoffs themselves. Um, they have been much better this year at home uh, defensively than they have on the road. Uh, they've given up way more points on the road than they have at home. So, yeah, this is a huge, huge game. Um, I'm only going to stay up to watch it if the Steelers and uh, Jags win because then well, I can watch. That's it. I can watch and be like, right, Buffalo lose, they're out, which is the dream for me because uh, I think the Buff. I I would rather play the Ravens than the Bills as a Chiefs fan. So, um, Josh Allen's just too good. Really? On his day, okay. yeah. He's mm. too good. It's the same as the Chiefs. I would never want to play Mahomes in the playoffs. Doesn't matter how much better your team is. If he turns it on, you're not going to win. <laughs> and if Josh Allen turns it on, there's only one person I think that can beat him in the entire league. So, um, yeah, I'd rather see them out. Um, but yeah, what are you feeling as a as a Dolphins fan? But, because you're I, in. I, honestly, you're honestly, man, I'm, I'm not. I'm not confident at all. It's because of the injuries. It's like, you know, as you know, as you've said, uh, you know, Miami just so injured and, and you know, the yeah. Bills are now favourites in this game which is quite remarkable with being in Miami and you know it's a night game so it's not as much of a factor but if it was in the daytime you know the Bills would be you know, you know the Bills have struggled in in Miami recently because you know they're in yeah. the sun you know the away team are in the sun so it's, it's why it's such an advantage uh, but it's at night so it's less of a, um, a factor in this one uh, but you know Sunday was just terrible for for the Dolphins. You know they were not only uh, completely dismantled, but they lost two more key starters to injury as well. You know and these these guys are probably going to be out for well, obviously Bradley Chubb tore his ACL and, and he's done for the year. And Xavier Howard has pretty much already been ruled out for this one. Um, he he might not play in the playoffs as well. His his foot injury is quite um apparently it's quite going to be out for for a little bit as well. Um, you know so they've now lost their two starting edge rushers. And will be without another top defensive player. You know, one of the corners that the defense is built around, and they now face Josh Allen, who they struggled to deal with in Week Four with an injured defense, where you know he had an absolute day. And that's on top of Jalen Waddle, uh, probably not playing in this one. Uh, Raheem yeah. Mostert, they both missed last week. They've not practiced at all this week as well, so I'm not. That doesn't form me <laughs> confidence at all either. <laughs> Offensive lines injuries as well. Yeah, and and as we mentioned, Buffalo. You know, they've been winning games. They've hit form at the right time. And they're relatively healthy. Their injury report is about uh, a third of the size of the Dolphins. I was looking at it today. You know, it's it's quite remarkable this you know, the size of these two teams' injury reports. You know, Buffalo are really healthy. Miami are the complete opposite. Um, and that's a thing. You know, I, I, yeah, they're still a very talented football team. I think it's just all happened for them at the wrong time. You know, I don't think they're a team that can win the Super Bowl anymore. But can I win this game? Absolutely. Can I win a playoff game? Yes. But perhaps, as you said, Liam, only in Miami, and it, you know, it's what this game is. It's, it's, this is a playoff game in Miami. You know, before they get into the playoffs, because if they lose this one, then it, you know their their season's probably a failure because with the way with the way it's worked out. But it's just yeah, it's just it's just the way they've. It's just it's unfortunate. Yeah, I'm just I don't know. It's just there's four years the Dolphins have had a winning record in a row which is um, tied for the yeah, longest yeah. streak or you know it's, it's just four years they failed to make the playoffs the first two of those years with Brian Flores even with a winning record then last year they went to the playoffs with Scarlett Thompson and almost beat the Bills almost um, won yeah, yeah and, and, and then this year they go, they're playing the Bills again they could play Buffalo two weeks in a row if they win this game as well and and then you know I, so it's, it's just as a Dolphins fan, I'm not very confident at all. Um, but, you know, I think that's the thing, really, with, isn't it, before we just pick the, the winners, um, Liam? I think it's just, it might be too many injuries for them, isn't it? It's a lot of injuries. Um, well, Tyreek Hill was quite... in a walking boot as well. He's not 100%. So Yeah, we've both been quite, not anti-Dolphins, you're a Dolphins fan, but we've sounded quite pro-Bill. So I will say that if Tyreek Hill 
wants to beat the Dolphins and protection holds up and Tua doesn't throw interceptions, he himself can get enough yards and points to keep the game close as a receiver. Um, that's how good he is and how bad I think the Bills' secondary is, uh, especially the cornerback position. So there is a chance, but yeah, you're right. They are very injured. I, I, do, I don't see a way, apart from a few drives of like very, very good Vic Fangio defense that's just in terms of like clever blitzes, clever drop, drop eight, I don't see them a way of slowing Josh Allen down at all with how many injuries you've got. Mm. Um, you have to go out and score loads of points. So I think Mike McDaniel has to be ready to go for it as much as all the people on Twitter are going to go nuts when it doesn't work a couple of times. He's going to have to go for it on every fourth down. He's going to have to go for it in the red zone if it's fourth and three, fourth and four. He's going to have to throw to Tyreek 15 times and they just need to win this game. Because I think if you win this game, even though, yeah, you're still, you've got a game in seven days, it gives you such a better chance of, of winning that I just think you have to just kind of exploit Tyreek as much as you can in this game and see if Vic can save a little bit on uh, on defense. Just w- I just wanted to spy Josh Allen. I went back and watched that game, and there's too many times where yeah. he's had a free rush outside, and I just think, look, whoever your fastest linebacker is, just spy him. But David Long, mm. if he's I don't know if he's even healthy, but just spy him the whole game. There should be no snap where he hasn't got a spy. If he stiff arms the spy. And runs for 20 yards, great. That's Josh Allen. But he shouldn't have a the time where you just roll out and he's just got free reign of 30 yards down the field. Because I think that's what could kill kill you. Because him and Diggs haven't been connecting for no, for he's weeks, he's been so. like receiver like 50 in fantasy this last you know, this second half of the yeah. year when he was receiver two or three at the start of the year. So that's he's had quite a drop off since then. Yeah, um, do you th- you said earlier you don't think the Dolphins can win the Super Bowl anymore? Um, do you think the Bills can win the Super Bowl or not? <sighs> I think they can get to it, but I think the Niners beat them. That, okay, that, so, you know, so, so you can get, I, I think get, the Cowboys beat them think, in the Super Bowl yeah. as well. Like, you don't, yeah, you don't think the Dolphins can even get to the Super Bowl now? Though. That's the difference. No, I'm, well, I think part of my prediction with that is because I don't think we're going to win this game because okay, yeah. you're on um, the road. It's it's the it's the Josh Allen effect because um, you know you mentioned it just a minute ago the the game in Week Four. Um, you know, Miami's offense, the healthier unit, it wasn't a problem in, you know, the Dolphins, they were toe-to-toe the Bills until about mm-hmm. half-time. And then Josh Allen just took over. It was, you know, it was, the spanking was because of their defense. Vic Fangio's actually never really been able to stop Josh Allen at all. Um, he's, he's 3-0 against him uh, with an average of 323 total yards and 3.6 touchdowns per game. Uh, he had five in, in the week four um, driving yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's not just... Josh Allen, it's it's you know it's callbacks who have a bit of mobility to him. That's where the Dolphins have struggled on defense this year. We talk about Lamar Jackson, Will Levis as well. They 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 couldn't. They basically just dropped back and allowed Will Levis to just hit DeAndre Hopkins across the middle in that two minute drive. And you know that and, and that's what they did. That's what they did against the Bills. That's what they did against the Ravens as well. Um, yeah, they're just it's it's, it's something. Fangio needs to change something. And I saw I read an NFL Network article, and I think someone said that Fangio's going to have to have a Hall of Fame game plan to beat the Bills this week, which I I, I, I kind of agree with that. So I'm going to go for the Bills to win, um, and I'm yeah I'm picking the Bills to join Miami at 11 wins and then win the division on a tiebreaker after sweeping them. Um, I'm just I'm just not confident. And again, it might just be me, you know hoping that you know set myself up for, for failure because obviously it's the biggest Dolphins game in about 20 years but um, certainly in my lifetime yeah. anyway and you know and again I am 20 so that, that, that's about that's about right uh it yeah I just I think the way the injury is going to be a killer for Miami especially you know especially Xavier and Howard um, and the fact they got you know their the starting pass is going to be Andrew Van Ginkle and Melvin Ingram um that that's that's quite some drop from Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips, uh, and both those guys have been great. You know, for the Dolphins the last couple of years, yeah, you know, Ingram had about nine sacks last year, um, and mm-hmm. they've just they've just re-signed him now. Van Ginkel's been awesome, uh, and he's gonna get he's gonna get a contract somewhere else. I don't think Miami are gonna renew him this year. He's gonna get a big contract, but yeah, I think I just they unless they can get to to the you know to Allen, I don't I don't think they win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that Josh Allen himself is actually injured as well, um, yeah. neck and fingers. Uh, and as much as I, I don't love him because of the, the rivalry, but as much as I think he's incredible, he they will, as an offense this year, just have absolutely awful games out of nowhere as well. So that mm. could easily happen. But the, uh, but the, they've relied on James Cook as well, to be fair, and the Dolphins are very good against the run. But they are missing their two ends. So whether they are, they would remain to be um, you know, the same against the run is, is another question. 
Yeah, your defensive tackles are very good, but it depends how Buffalo mm. want to run the ball outside zone, inside zone. They kind of mix it up a little bit, so we'll see what it looks like. You'll know after the first couple of drives if Buffalo can run the ball. If they can't, they're just throwing it 50 times. <laughs> that's that's what they're doing. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Bills as well. Uh, pick them with the spread. I think I do think it'll be close, though, because I think the Dolphins could easily, if they get the ball first, could race out into a 10-0 lead just with how the Bills' offense goes up and down. And then, I just like you said, I think Josh Allen does enough to come back into it. But I want the Dolphins to win uh, mm. so I can play Gardner Minshew or maybe some mm. Rudolph in the playoffs uh, as a Chiefs fan. But it feels like we're getting uh, Tyreek back at our head in the uh, wildcard weekend, which I will not come on the show if the Chiefs lose. So there we go. Uh, we, you know, we've we've gone through this whole thing about mentioning Tua as well, which is um, you know, normally yeah, shoulder injury quite... as well. Yeah, all that. that that's... Yeah, what's the reports been like this he's, week? He's he's fine. So... Yeah, he's he's pra- he's been fully in practice. He's fine. Um, but he just said it was sore. But um, yeah, Tua has been very good in the months of September to November, December and January. He's you know he's been an average quarterback, and I think that's you know that's the that this if. You know, if the Dolphins can win this one, you know, if Tua can have a performance, and I think that'll do, you know, very good for his narrative as well because it's, um, yeah, they've uh, they've always come on come unstuck at this point. You know, well, the last four years, one of them because of his injury, but yeah, I think they, uh, yeah, it's just, it's the same narrative again and again and again. I think, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see something change, but I don't, I don't think it will change because I think behind that offensive line, that that I think this is their twelfth different offensive line um combination this season. Um, and although they're getting Robert Hunt back this week, that's still you know you're, you're still starting the likes of uh, Lester Cotton or um, or or, um, or Robert Jones at left guard. So and you're still starting Liam Eikenberg at centre. So that is a real name, by the way, as well, Lester mm. uh, Lester Cotton. But yeah, it's yeah. an important it's an important off season for the uh, for the Dolphins because yeah, your cap your cap sheet next year is awful, and Tyree kills for a wide receiver is like top level quarterback sort of cap level. So and it's a big. They're going to have to big... pay two as well, whether it's that's that's the thing because they um they've done his tag for next year, um and for, they've got two years to pay him. But I think the the reports in Miami is they think you know they want to get the done deal done now, you know before you know either before he has a very good season or before he gets injured, you know something. So it's um yeah they want to. It looks like he's going to get an extension this year, but uh, yeah. Well, How as a this, fan, like, I'm this very game again? I think I think this no. I'm I'm uh, I'm higher on two than a lot of them, but I think this game is you know it, it will determine how much he gets paid. You know, if he can win this game, I think he'll he'll be up there with Herbert and Burrow. If he doesn't, then I, then I think you know well uh, the Dolphins might get him for a bit cheaper. So so yeah, we'll see. If you pay him, yeah. you pay Herbert and Burrow, I'll be very happy as an AFC rival. So. <laughs> We'll see. Oh but yeah, good luck. I hope you win, but we'll find out Sunday night. I assume yeah. you're going to stay up, and watch this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll I'll, I'll be up watching this one. Yeah, and nice. uh, I'll, uh, I'll a little bit of rest, and we'll do the podcast on uh, on on Monday night. <laughs> or, uh, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll react to the, all the all the firings as they happen as well. Um, <laughs> but there are other games before we uh we finish the podcast. We'll just whisk whittle through these games and pick who we think we're going to win in, in the less meaningful ones. Um, and we'll start with uh the Browns heading into Cincinnati. Uh, they will rest Joe Flacco this week and other starters as well heading into um uh, the playoffs. They've locked up the number five, so they can't move. Um, so it's Jeff Driscoll who will get the start for the Browns. Um, he just signed this week and he's a former former Bengal, of course. Uh, but again, I don't think they'll be able to win with, with you know, there's quite a few backups that they're not playing, I think. So quite a few starters not playing. So um, I don't think that the backups will be able to win against a pretty full strength Bengals team. So give me the Bengals to win this one. Yeah, I think the Bengals are going to win despite another weird week of uh, Jamar Chase saying stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're going to win the game. Cleveland just, yeah, they're five seed. They're resting everyone. So yeah, give me the, uh, give me the Bengals. Okay, on to probably the most meaningful game of, of this bunch because the Lions still actually have a chance at the two seed. Um, they're going full strength because they're needing a win. Um, and obviously a, a Dallas and a Philly lost to seal the two seed. It's, it's unlikely, but there's a chance it happens. So they're going full strength. Uh, the Vikings are going back to Nick Mullins at the starting um, QB. It's their sixth QB change of the season. Um, but And they've got an incredibly slim chance at the playoff berth at 3%. But it, you know, if they win and the Packers and Seahawks and one of the Saints or Bucks lose, then they get in. <laughs> Get in as a seven seed, so basically they need the Falcons to win the the, the um <laughs> the NFC South. That's if the Falcons win the NFC South and the uh the the Vikings are you know potentially in, um 
I don't see that happening, no. So I'm going to pick the Lions, especially as they're full strength. And uh, yeah, they, they may get the two seed with where Dallas and Philly have been this season. Yeah, I'll pick the Lions. I think it could get to the third quarter and they start resting people, you know, mm. if Dallas are winning by 30 points. It's just, what's the point of risking uh, some of the players? I think Sam Laporta and Gibbs have both got little knocks as well. So They, had, they uh, play yeah, before think... the Cowboys and, and the Eagles. They play at 6pm. So uh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, they, they'll play them the whole game then. Very Dan Campbell, uh, kneecaps, just run your players mm. into the ground. But yeah, I think they'll win the game quite comfortably. Um, Minnesota looked terrible last week. so And cost me a fantasy football uh, championship. So thanks for that mm. one. Bye. Uh, okay, we'll get on to the... Uh, well, it could be Bill Belichick's last game as a head coach. And it's actually quite fitting that it's against the team he initially was supposed to join in the Jets. Mm. Um, the, the Jets will be without Zach Wilson in, in this one. He's still in concussion protocol. Um, so it'll be Trevor Simeon who starts again. And they've not actually beaten the Patriots since 2015. And the last non-overtime win against the Patriots um, for the Jets was in 2011. So it's been it's been a while. Uh, mm. Although a win would be a brilliant storyline for them to, you know, in might be Belichick's last game. I don't see it happening, you know, especially if it, if it is Bill Belichick's last game. So give me the Patriots to win this one. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't think it is going to be his last game, personally. But not? It, no, but if it is, I'm even more convinced they win this game because there's no chance mm. in hell Bill Belichick's losing his last game to the Jets. So, yeah, uh, even if he has to play quarterback himself, I think he'll uh, they'll win the game. So, yeah, give me the Jets. I think it'll be a, uh, Sorry, give me the Patriots. I think it'll be a terrible game, but I think Patriots will win somehow. Yeah, with those two teams this year, it's going to be terrible. Um, yeah, uh, two teams that have been really entertaining this year, the Rams and the Niners, uh, they they are pretty much resting everyone. Uh, they're locked into the 6-1 and one seed, so their match of this week will feature a load of backups. Uh, the Rams are starting Carson Wentz. Uh, the Niners are starting Sam Darnold. Um, and obviously, the, you know, so many players won't play. You know, like so Christian McCaffrey, for example, he got an injury last week, so they're resting him. Um, you know, it's Shanahan versus McVay, so it would be fun with backups still in. Uh, but... I'm going to go with Shanahan. I think the Niners are probably more loaded from top to bottom, so they'll probably have better players um, in. So, yeah, give me the Niners to win this one. So, I need the Rams to win for my season-long Goff versus McVeigh in the playoffs because if mm-hmm. the Packers win and Rams lose, Rams will be the seventh seed, so they wouldn't play the, yeah. they wouldn't play the Lions. Um, and if I was a Cowboys fan, I would not want Stafford and that offense <laughs> to come to Dallas. Um, so, yeah. I don't have a clue who's really going to win. I'm going to say the Rams. I think Puka is going to play. Kyron Williams is going to play. The offensive line is going to play. Um, and I think Wentz might be okay-ish. Um, and I know, obviously, McVay would just love to beat Shanahan with backups because that's what they care about now is they're playing their backups. Which one mm. of us can team up the best offense? They love each other and they hate each other in terms of rivalry. So, yeah, I'll go for the Rams, but that's more just because I want them to uh, to win the game. I think it, this could just be a stupid, crazy shootout, or it could be a 13-10 game. I have no idea how this one's going to look. Awesome. Uh, we then go over to, we stick on the West Coast, go to Vegas, uh, where Jarrett Siddham returns to the Vegas as the Broncos and the Raiders face off. Uh, obviously, both backup QBs, Siddham at the Broncos and Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders. Um, Denver are looking to end a seven-game losing run against the Raiders, dating back to when they were in, in Oakland, so it's been a while since they last beat them. Um, and again, in games like this, I'm going to go with the home team, so I, I don't. I think that streak's going to continue. So I'm going to go for the Raiders um, and Antonio Pierce to finish his interim run as 5-4. Um, that, that actually could be enough to seal him the full-time job. I think probably should give it to him the way they've, <laughs> they've played on the stretch. Um, but yeah, no, I think give me give me the Raiders to win this one. Yeah, same. Give me the Raiders home team. Um, team's playing hard. Uh, Devontae Adams going for some uh, large incentives if he gets another big day this week. So yeah, I think they'll win. Um, Low-scoring game probably. Stidham's all right, but I just think that the, the Raiders all win a close one. They love their coach, don't they? So I think they'll they'll win. Uh, and then we'll finish up with your Chiefs, Liam. They they head to the Chargers. Um, obviously, no Patrick Mahomes in this one. Blaine Gabbert will get the start. Um, a few others are unlikely to play as well, like Rasheed Rice. And, uh, but um, I'm still picking them to, to win against the Chargers. You know, the amount of key injuries that the Chiefs have. Uh, sorry, the Chargers have a backup Chiefs team. is probably you know way better than what the Chargers are putting out there at the minute. So yeah, give me the uh, give me the Chiefs to win. And a loss of the Chargers means they could be a, could pick as high as number two in the draft. So uh, yeah, a a yeah. A loss for them would be would be huge potentially. Don't say Caleb Williams to the Chargers. Don't start those rumors. <laughs> uh, yeah, are the Chiefs going to win? I'm not sure. Uh, the Chiefs backups on defense are definitely the best unit in this. Uh, will probably be the better unit in this game. Um, how, how good some of those young guys are playing. So yeah, I'll go Chiefs. But I think it could be quite a uh, 
I just think it could be quite high scoring. The total is really low, but Blaine Gabbert is just going to throw it. That's all he does. Go in, just throw it 40 yards down the field, see if you get picked or see if you get a uh, completion. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'll go Chiefs to win there. A close game, probably. Awesome. Well, that's it. That's week 18 done. That is all all 18 weeks of regular season previewed. It's been a it's been a pleasure to do it on the podcast. So yeah, I mean Liam, you've been you've been on quite a few um quite a few uh, of of these preview podcasts. So thank you for coming on. Um, mate, yeah, well, uh, well after um after Sunday, we'll uh we'll, we'll be we'll be in playoff time, which is the best time of the year. So I can't wait for it. So yeah, thanks for coming on, Liam. It's been great. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Enjoy week 18, everyone. Uh. And then, yeah, wild card weekend comes, which I think is probably most people's favourite, if not second favourite mm. week of the year. So, uh, yeah, should be an exciting finish. But, yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, good work all season with your uh, with your previews. You've been very good. Awesome. Thank you very much, mate. And, uh, yeah, I will see you for our final uh, regular season recap of the season, our Week 18 recap. I've been Sam Moore. It's been a full 10 yards MFL podcast, and I will see you then. <laughs>